Simon Thirsk mentions in his book how he too, over a comparatively short period of twenty years or so, has noticed the great changes in the work of the veterinary surgeon. When I began my time as a vet in Thirsk in 1967, the practice of Sinclair and White had between ninety and one hundred dairy farms to visit. Now the Skeldale Veterinary Centre has only two or three. The country vet's life was one of visiting countless small family farms, a time when the vet was almost a member of the family. There were days when a man milking twenty cows could make a decent living. At the time of writing this forward, a dairy farmer milking ten times that number is struggling to make ends meet. Most of our small farms have disappeared, many of them absorbed into much larger enterprises. Family-run veterinary practices have faced similar challenges, with large organisations swallowing up the smaller businesses. I believe it is refreshing to see local practices, like the one here in Thirsk, doing so well and providing an excellent 24-hour, seven-days-a-week service in the face of so many big takeovers in our profession. The Yorkshire Vet series has proved a great success partly due to the honest and dedicated treatment of the patients, as displayed on the television screen. This is veterinary practice as it really is. And despite the many changes that have occurred since my time as a vet, some things have not changed, and I relive quite a few memories while watching the programme. In this book, Julian gives a realistic insight into life behind the scenes at Skeldale Veterinary Centre, a turbulent life of triumphs mixed with disappointments. James Herriot said many times that he felt he was the greatest vet on earth one minute, only to feel a total idiot the next. This is adequately illustrated in Julian's book, and as the reader will realise, it has done nothing to dampen his enthusiasm. His love for his profession is very clear. The elation following a successful case, his despair when things do not go to plan, together with his outspoken views on such important topics as tuberculosis and foot and mouth disease. Shortly following my father's death, a statement from the British Veterinary Association read, James Herriot's scientific and technical approach to his cases may well be outdated but his caring and compassionate approach to both patient and customer is most definitely not. The vets and staff at Skeldale Veterinary Centre are carrying forward that James Herriot tradition of compassion and care into the modern age. Long may this continue. Jim White, BVMS, MRCVS, author of the real James Herriot. Introduction The pregnant cow had no intention of going into the cattle crush inside the barn. She wasn't used to being handled by humans, having spent most of her life out on the moor, and we'd been struggling to catch her for half an hour. Eventually we managed to lasso her and get a halter on, but she still stubbornly refused to go into the rusty old crush, so we had to make do with just tying her to it via the halter. The poor girl was giving birth, but her calf was enormous. There was no way it could be born without a caesarean section. 
It was hard to see what I was doing in the gloomy light of the barn. But apart from the well-aimed and unpredictable kicks from my patient, the operation was going smoothly. The calf was sturdy and full of vigour, and was soon rolling around in the straw looking for its mother. Then, just as I was about to start suturing everything back together, disaster struck. The cow jumped in the air. Both the cattle crush and the halter were old and worn out, and the halter quickly gave way. The cow, unaccustomed to being in a barn, raised her head, opened her eyes wide, and charged, looking either for revenge, her calf, or a means of escape. There was a large open doorway in the barn, and this offered a clear route to the moorland beyond. If she chose escape, she'd be loose on the moors with her uterus dangling from the large hole in her left flank, through which her calf had been delivered. This would be a catastrophe. The farmer and I could only stand and watch as the cow chose her fate.